0: Even if you just upload the raw footage and I can edit it on my side, if you don't have time to, otherwise I need to get you the stinger thingy.
1: Yeah, yeah, I just, I just need the intro thingy, and I, I'll, I'll, I can get done. I, I will get done. Um, getting three, two, table.
2: one, getting tabled,
1: getting tabled, getting tabled,
2: getting tabled, getting with the Bruce, the yank and Captain Socks.
1: The future people, and you were again listening to Getting Tabled with your host, he didn't know what Argyle and Sox had in common, Bruce. Yeah, that'd be me. Uh,
0: for, what, three years I've been trying to find out whether it was the white Sox or the red Sox that you got your name from, and I to that at all.
2: Nope. <laughs> Which is why Argyle. you've
0: never answered that
1: damn question for me.
2: That's right. You don't know what Argyle yeah, is? He... Awesome pattern.
1: <laughs> yeah, we, we were Come having over. a discussion, like, you 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 were gone, or you had already gotten off and we were talking about something, and I was just like, yeah, Argyle socks." and Bruce was like, what? Ar- what do you mean? I thought it was after one of the baseball teams. No.
0: <laughs> yeah. And of course, beside me here, we also have Major Socks, the world's worst C-level He-Man villain.
2: Oh, thanks, Bruce. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Come on, you tell me that it doesn't sound like a hero name from a villain name from He Man.
2: It's it's better than what you said, Captain Slippers or whatever it is on my birthday, so I appreciate it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. I I, I think I said don't have any major problems on your birthday.
0: Yeah, I know. I asked that he had a very, a, a majorly happy birthday. Good, so. Even the page wished you a happy birthday. I
2: know that. I, I saw that.
0: Mm, I posted multiple times. You should be grateful.
2: I am. I, um, I feel a little uh, Just a little. On to the, I mean, yeah, <laughs> new the, the news. Yeah, let's get this.
1: On to the news. Or noteworthy information, especially about recent or
0: important events. All right, we're starting Bruce, off with Games Workshop. tell us about some recent and important events. Well, we're starting with Games Workshop, you know, because they never have any news to talk about all the time, constantly, forever. So because uh, God forbid anybody actually podcast. gets five seconds to look at anything else. Um, so, at three o'clock this morning, for my time... They have finally done a preview of their incoming box, Dominion. Uh, It's looking that this is going to be very similar to the box that they released for the start of 40K with the Necrons and the Space Marines. So this is the same thing, but for Age of Sigma, And obviously that means we have Sigmarites. And we've got brand new Orcs. Um, This is a huge box set. Um, I think it's worth noting, we've already seen all of the Stormcast models, pretty much, but all of these Orcs are new. This is what the people coming from the Swamps thing was all about. So it wasn't the Firmier, it wasn't Skaven, it was never the Skaven. I still don't understand how anybody thought it was the Skaven. Um, I have a feeling, now I actually quite like these models, but I suspect that these are going to be Marmite. Because they have gone in a completely different direction. They look far more traditional orc-y to me. Um, they kind of have a feel of being inspired from the very early orcs from Warhammer 40 uh, Fantasy Battle. Maybe not so much the hero on the giant dog thingy, um, but the rest of them. I mean, they they definitely look orcish. They they look like they fit, but there's nothing the silly about these like at
2: all.
1: It was Sitting in the cauldron cooking
2: himself.
1: Yeah, I do like that yeah. as well. Um that one's pretty cool. Um I like I this.
2: say I like some of the uh, alternate
1: heads yeah some of the alternate heads they got for the Sigmarites, yeah, I think are great. pretty pretty yeah. uh fantastic as well. Um let me scroll back up. It's the uh uh <clears throat> it's hard to describe it's holding the the staff rod thing in the left hand, and the yeah. alternate is just the, the smooth white head they've got there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with that looks really cool. Yeah. um The only
0: negative thing say about of, the yeah. mask is the mask makes me think of the elves that they've been doing.
1: I'd want to paint mine a different color, personally. So, my other little complaint is that they're showing heads and skin on the Sigmarites, which when the faction was first released back in the day, there was no flesh on the Sigmarites. They were just, you know why oh, yeah, you started doing that i just and, like it was just like what's under there yeah I, yeah I i i like the whole you know hey what what are these are these you know like ethereal beings or what you know like what were they you know mm. now it's like oh they're flesh and blood that's that's lame um mm. The first the first thing that actually caught my eye and this is this is great on, you know, the marketing and um graphics design people. That box is so eye-catching. Oh yeah, great. Uh we have no yeah, idea what this is going to
0: cost yet, by the way. Uh my prediction 180. is $180. I suspect it's going to be the same price as the box from last year. Yeah. Um I What's have wrong, it sitting man? right out there and I can't think of the damn name of it. The one that everybody scalped.
1: Oh, uh 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 Indominus box.
0: Indominus, no. thank you. Yes, no, the Indominus. You're right. Yep. This is Indominus. Yeah, I, th- I think this is genuinely going to be a very good box set. um Personally, I really like the orcs. The orcs definitely seem to be a marmite, though. People are either loving them or hating them there doesn't seem to be much of a middle ground for some reason there's a lot of people that are going how are these orcs they don't look like orcs and i think it's because they're all serious and traditional orcs have all been all silly I'm key, yeah. uh, that changed with the like, mm. that changed ages ago too because we've already got the savage not the savage orcs the um the ones in the bright yellow armor uh as well. iron jaws yeah, so that they were very, very clearly trying to go for a different feel with the orcs. Yeah. So
1: these look more humanoid. They look. They have more of an Uruk-hai look with a yes. less pronounced jaw and chin.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, it, I, I think so.
1: that's probably where a lot of people are poo pooing on them is they look more human than mm. than orcs have looked in the past. I. Also, they they the definitely have totally a Lord of a the Rings fight. He's not an orc. He's no. Yeah. But who
0: who isn't an orc? The guy in the, go- the, 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 the guy in the cauldron.
1: Oh yeah, but he's the best. He's he's a, he's totally a goblin.
0: Yeah. He well, he kind of reminds gobbler, me just, of the yeah, creepy yellow guy in Sin City. If you've seen Sin City. Uh, oh, ages that ago. Tries to kidnap Jessica Alba. That's a um
2: like that storm strike chariot down below for even further.
0: Yes, so we've also got pre- oh, there's also hobgoblins you'll notice too. They're not calling them hobgoblins; they're hobgrots but they're hobgoblins. Um, and yes, we've got previews of what's coming after Dominion, which is this cool no, and is arrow cool. and the chariot that is chariot. brilliant. But I don't think it's as good as the giant.
2: Yeah, the giant or one was the killbot. Yeah. I don't know if I want to be hit by that, though, that ballista. Oh,
0: no, I don't want to be hit by the ballista. Hell no. That
2: just, like, painful.
0: I don't want to fire that ballista. <laughs> Ready to <laughs> blow up in your face? Well, it is made by Orcs. Um, all in all, I think they've done really well here. Um, I mean, they did Warhammer Fest recently, and my opinion of it there was it is that it was very hit and miss all the way through. I mean, there was some stuff that was amazing, and there was some stuff that just left me shaking my head um honestly i think they've hit this out of the park personally yeah uh are you a fan of the new orcs or not so much
1: um i like the i like the look of them i'm not a fan of the orcs in the first place you know Mm -hmm. square jot or not I'm i'm just not a fan of them that's fine um yeah i have the um the speed boys or the whatever the I have that box because I I got it on such a stupid cheap price that it's like, you know, I get like two more, three more uh models, you know, call it 80 bucks and I have a f- flushed out uh speed freak army, you know. Yeah. You got any thoughts um, Captain
2: Do I agree they kind of look- For the ones to Yeah, I don't play them all. Oh, anyways, but uh no I, I agree not. they kind of look more like the Orc from Lord of the Rings, kind of like that's jawline sculpt, but they do look pretty cool.
0: I have one massive complaint about this. This is a product including Orcs that's not coming out in October. It's coming out in June. Games Workshop, you're not even following your own
1: law. It's supposed to be October. What are you doing? Um, of of, of all complaints to have against them, that is probably the best one to have against them. It's supposed to be October. Yeah, if you're not wrong.
0: They had their chance and they've <sighs> just ruined it. But then again, we're getting 40k in October, so maybe that's why. That's true. Speaking
1: um, of 40k, um. Yeah, this next one's animation interesting. Creepy. So you know, I think was it last episode we talked about a uh, a YouTuber who was told to take his Warhammer content down, and we started seeing other you know like homegrown CGI content on YouTube being taken down. Well, here's why: Games Workshop has hired them essentially to like you know, hey, do this. Yeah, I mean th- this this is not new news. The um,
0: news is what's coming this year. There's a banner down here a little bit that shows you everything that's coming on Warhammer Plus, which is the main thing I want to talk about here. But Angels of Death is very much a Blood Angels type thing. It's Blood Angels versus... Um, Dark Angels? No, the no. Gene Stealer Cults. Uh, Astartes 2. So they're actually just going straight into Astartes. Obviously, that must just be part of the canon, I guess. For that show, um, but there's a couple of things here that looks like it could be very interesting. Everything on there is 40k, with the exception of Black Talon, which is going to be in the Mortal Realms, which is Age of Sigma. Uh, so I'm kind of glad there's say this, something there. Yeah, yeah? I,
1: I think to, to gloss over uh, Age of Sigma uh, intellectual properties is total mistake. Um, I do think of, that of all of those, just the, the, the one, one that's kind of, yeah, you know, they've got what four, eight, nine, ten. There should have been at least three to four uh, Age of It's not one. Uh, The Pariah Nexus. um, That one's just, like, I'm very interested to see how they do that. I mean, you know, space zombie skeletons, you know, with, like, weird god things.
0: Yeah, I'm just hoping that it's not just, I mean... I know that this is all designed to sell stuff, but given that Pariah Nexus is also a product, that yeah, I'm just hoping that it is actually a show that's worth watching. Here's the thing about this that I have concerns about, though. Warhammer Plus. So we don't know exactly what Warhammer Plus is yet, but rumor has it that this is going to be a streaming service of their own, which I have massive concerns about. Because I'm not sure. Even with this, I mean, that's 11 shows. Yes, sure, but that's not enough for a streaming service to be to be viable. And they don't. They only have one other piece of content that I know about. That's their own, which is the Space Marine movie that most people don't like.
1: Yeah, um, I actually enjoy it, but I understand uh, why people well, don't. Yeah. Um, if and, it's and a paid service, they're going to have problems. The, I was going to say, typically with streaming services. Of of all the streaming services that I have set up and used with the exception of YouTube because YouTube is YouTube, all of them are a paid subservice. Uh yeah. Crackle is the only one I've ever seen where there's like what you don't have to pay for this? And there's some actually at like halfway decent stuff on there. Um I don't even know it, especially if you're into anime. Um uh, it is. It's a Sony streaming service. It is free with ads, and <laughs> you're watching a movie, and there's ads in the movies, like you know, you're watching on you know, broadcast television. You don't have yeah. to pay for it. There's a lot of anime, you know, um, stuff that I'd never even heard of. Um, but yeah, everything else, Netflix, Hulu, HBO, Amazon, you know, there's always a monetary value associated with those at yeah, disney plus yeah. oh that's so worth it uh but there's always yeah. a monetary value associated with these streaming services and if games workshop is going to come in and be like this is ten dollars a month i'm yeah. sorry you, you what
0: <laughs> so, there's a couple of things that i could see them doing and this is just off the top of my head and based on the opinions i've seen of others elsewhere already um they could try and make it more than just a streaming service like maybe you get access to the codexes and stuff digitally um maybe they i mean maybe it's just cheaper um um I, from what I understand, it's not going to be just inserted into Prime or Netflix or whatever. It's going to be its own thing from what I understand, um, which I actually don't have a problem with that. I mean, I can understand that they're not going to want someone else to have control over whether this is available or not. But here's the, well, the big issue for me, and I, I don't want to just poo-poo on this, but the big issue for me... This, to me, draws a direct comparison with something like the WWE Network because it's its own separate genre that only has a very specific group of fans. Does that mean other people won't enjoy it? No. But generally speaking, nobody brought into the WWE Network unless they were already a wrestling fan. And when that launched, it had literally 40 years of
1: content in it. I'd never even heard of that, so obviously there's a great... It's now part of something else, but... um, Wrestling, but they, they can the do They could take the stuff from the Discord them. down. Yeah. Not Discord. The, the uh, other tweet. thing I would see why that they would want to do as like you know they their own standalone thing. Um, licensing. So Netflix obviously shows different things in the U.S. and Australia and the EU yes. and et cetera, et cetera. That's Same true. with Amazon. Same with if they're their own service, they can determine you know what countries and where. So. Mm it'll be it'll be interesting now now if they do something like you know like you know it, it's say five dollars a month or if you already subscribe to their their five dollar a month thing for your codecs and stuff you get this for a, a dollar add-on or something like that you know like yeah you know have have varying ways to get it yeah um and i know that I, we've said this already pretty- but yeah yeah
0: um, I know that we've kind of said this already, but this is like we don't know what Warhammer Plus is yet. All of this is speculation. So it could turn out that Warhammer Plus is their own thing and that it's really cheap or that it is going to be inserted into somebody else's service or something. Like all of our, all of my concerns could be completely unfounded, but we won't know that until the end of June or early July. I don't remember the date that was thrown out there. Um, I mean, we will find out. Well, hey,
1: we, you know, yeah. given our track record on guessing stuff, um, if they're smart, they do it as a a $2 channel subscription add-on with Amazon Worldwide, and, you know, it's part of your Prime subscription stuff. I'd probably pay for it at 2 bucks, at least until I finish right? watching stuff. Well, then they don't have infrastructure. You know, which, which, tell me a country that doesn't have uh, Amazon. North Korea doesn't count. <laughs> well, yeah
0: um this is potentially something I mean most of these series look like they're going to be really good the animation quality in them is great um some of them are you will love or hate them I mean not everybody loves the black and white art style with the exception of the red um in Angels of Death but it is what it is um I'm definitely very interested to see what happens here um but certainly not going to be an auto for me. Uh, it's going to very much depend on how this release happens. Um,
1: I I don't even know if I'll check it out, considering how little time I have to do anything. It seems like to do anything these days. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me, right? Yeah. Uh, next. Um, uh, this we've talked about this. Uh these guys before the the black site studios yep their horror board game yep which i am going to be buying um
0: what? okay yeah i know right oh, that's such a shock i've already said it once um okay <laughs> so they have got a new starter set so this has changed since we last looked at it um the first thing you'll notice george is that the big cabin is no longer in the starter set
2: uh, oh. that,
0: well, it's going to be available as a separate thing. The big thing that they, that, that was the that bit that kept on, no, it, that was the bit that they kept on having trouble kind of keeping stock for the game. And for anybody that was living internationally, it pretty much doubled it the price. It, it, it yeah. just ruined it. Um, there's a few people from Australia that have been commenting. I was not one of them just for the record, Um, that I really want to buy this game, but I can't because it's costing me two or three times the price in postage. Uh, And apparently somebody from the company is from Australia and had been frustrated about that for a while themselves. So they've got a lighter version of the starter set, but it comes with a few extras as well. So it comes with a couple of card packs that you used to have to buy separately you've got brand new tokens here you'll notice that the mdf knife is gone um there's no talk yet as to whether that's going to be available separately or not i'm kind of hoping that it is but that's potentially a postage issue too potentially in some places um all in all i mean obviously it's slightly cheaper as well uh, but all in all, I do think this is going to be a really nice set. Um, I kind of just wanted to touch this on this very quickly because it is a change from what we had announced originally. Um, everything else is the same. It's still the same characters. Uh, it's still the same multi part killer kit. Mine is still going to be Jason Voorhees. Um, it's not Jason but Voorhees. Not, but it is, mine is going to it's be Jason Voorhees from
1: Wish.com. It's Jason Voorhees from Wish.com. Wish.
0: Sure. Um, <laughs> moving on though, we have a new expansion coming, which is called Dark Hearts. This is a sinister character expansion. And just in case you wasn't sure about that, just have a look at the minis. These are just like the most wholesome looking minis you've ever seen. Like that, that's uh, definitely not creepy. Training. The lady is definitely not creepy. Those twins are not the creepiest looking twins you've ever seen from, um, the Shining. The Shining. Thank you. Um. Yeah. The, everything in there is really creepy. But these are the, the these are actually heroes that you get to play with, which is really weird. I kind of like it. Are oh, you get to play as really creepy weird. twins? You get to play as the creepy twins. I love this so. I much. Think, I think george just got sold. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, t- w- I'll 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 t- I'll, I'll, I'll uh, touch base on that in a uh, uh, hobby time. So, um, I th- I think yeah. that's. I- I'm wondering how that works. Uh, uh like. Like, is there an event that triggers in the game and you and someone gets randomly selected to start playing as this? or like, oh, that would be a really cool uh, game mechanic. The first person that dies at random to the serial killer, then becomes a serial killer and is going after her and killing all the other people. Well,
0: these you know, are. kind of like actually... a betrayal on the
1: House of the Hill. Well, yeah, actually, that works. Um,
0: there's multiple characters that you can use in this, and this is not the first expansion of characters that you can use. Um, they each have their own abilities and skills to kind of change the game up a little bit. These will be very similar. I don't know what their skills will be yet, obviously, because they're not revealed yet. Um,. I suspect that their creepy nature is going to play into their skills to some extent, but I guess time will tell. Um, I do kind of like the idea of a, of a betrayal in the game there somewhere. That could potentially break it, though, but I do like this idea. I mean... In saying that, there's also nothing that says that you can't just take one of these characters and just say, hey, this is the killer this game. Right. Like, it, it, yeah. There's nothing that says, like, what about
1: those creepy twins to I... not scream killer? Yeah. Sorry, I'm... I'm out of habit again just i'm going through their their terrain stuff again just because their terrain is so amazing oh yeah the cabin yeah. is not up yet but it will be at some stage well i just found an apartment complex that's three stories yep no four stories in each story like oh, god that's am- their stuff is amazing yeah um
0: Wall george drool amazing <laughs> While George drools, we're going to talk about some space elf terrain. Um, we have. Some... Yeah, I've already got that pulled up too. Yep. So there's some sci-fi gothic terrain that's coming out from TT Combat. Uh, this was released this weekend. So this is the first exp... Sorry, the first expansion for the space elves. Very much not Elder. Um, I really love the look of some of this. Um, there
1: are like this... uh, the, the generators. The generators
0: look amazing. Yep, I agree. Um, Very much space elf feeling. Uh, They've got the fins and everything right. See, this is how, if you want to do something in 40K, this is how you do it. You make it feel like it belongs, but you very much make it your own thing. This is not taken straight out of 40K but it feels like it belongs there. That's how you do alternate stuff. Uh, no idea who worked on this, so I'm just going to say, hey, Lewis, tell them we love it. If it was you, then ignore that. We'll just we'll poo later.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I'm going to touch on this just very, very briefly, just because Michelle kind of thought it was worth touching on. Um, all of their scenery now is coming with how long it takes and how difficult they're going to be. Uh, just yeah, have... I was just looking at this. This is it, really cool. This is.
1: It's just trying to make things easier for everyone.
2: Yeah, it's kind of nice.
1: Well, it, it, it'll it remove a lot of the intimidation factor. I don't know how many times I've talked to people who are like, I'd love to t- do this, but I, I just i don't know if I could put this stuff together. And, you know, I'm like, yeah. You ever build a model car? No? Okay, yeah, you might run it. You know, oh, yeah, I build a lot of those. <sighs> You're not going to have any problems if you, you know. Yeah, I, I I super like this because I mean you know you know the 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 I probably would not even attempt you know the expert only MDF kit you know because I don't have that much experience with it. It's
0: Going to be interesting.
1: So, um, they've got clear symbols for like things
0: that aren't supposed to be glued and when you're supposed to be folding things and
1: yeah, it, it's good. Or a subassembly, or hey, you're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, Games Workshop, pay attention. Your instructions should be more
0: clear on this stuff, especially with the sub-assembly stuff. There are some sub-assemblies that you say in your rules that don't have a symbol on them, and they really should
2: fantasy flight had the same kind of issues somewhat with their their star wars legion stuff so i'm hoping atomic mass Games. how how are the instructions of atomic mass games for uh marvel Marvel crisis
0: um there were some errors early on they had to release like updates because there was no part numbers and stuff on things uh, but they seem to have gotten past that to a large extent now well, and, um, hopefully they, can fix um, the and they have with digital versions though. of everything too so yeah
2: hopefully they can fix that with legion because like i said it was kind of hit and miss with fantasy yep. type stuff
1: i, I um, will say one of the most entertaining things i see on the groups is someone who posts up a screw and they're like what's
2: this it's not
1: in the instructions anywhere for games workshop yeah uh you get that with them MD- like
0: Occasionally with the Marvel stuff, you'll have, like, "Um, I have two heads. Why do I have two heads? Because I've given you a bonus just just because there was room on the sprue. Oh, oh, I thought something was wrong. No, no, it's just a bonus. Or or the usual thing of the bases where, uh, what's this little thing next to the base? uh, It's a can to decorate your base with. It's rubbish. What? Like, it's meant to be rubbish on the ground. Oh, because it's just a bonus. Moving on, though. We haven't talked about Botwall for a while. Um, we have a, this is like a limited mega deal set. This is another one of their, pr- their, um, pre-order deals that they started doing a, few, a little while ago. This one is a That's new version of the Builders and Destroyer. So the original version of this was definitely not, um, the Cons and this is definitely not the constructor cons this is very much its own thing now they've definitely made a very very positive improvement on this um like there is no way that you could ever argue that this is the constructor cons or anything now
1: um apparently I was he's gonna say looking at the look at the images like all these look like very original ideas with the exception of the jet guy yes which is a bonus he's not actually part of this model but
0: um, apparently he's like he's like a titan from the earth that's been corrupted in some way. Um, so the idea is is that the builders are all individual models, and for those that are not fa- fans of Transformers, they can combine together to become this giant guy. I kind of like the fact that he's kind of like got the ground and that in him, uh, and that's the jet that George is referring to. This is just an exclusive mini for the bundle. Um, this is going to be live from june 1st until june 8th but they're only selling 35 of these sets so very out. much a thing for the community i suspect that this will sell out within the first day
1: um it already but says if you
0: no it's not up yet
1: it's not up because it says sold out of stock yes because if you read oh says, I, I, I I between I the first of I can june read. i also I can literally read. just said this <laughs>
0: i'm glad that people listen to me it's very important <laughs> Why, I'm why important. Why would listen to you, Ruth? No, you were not. Oh, fine. I'll go and cry. Um, you also get some limited edition dice as well, which I didn't even notice the first time I looked at this. And he's Australian based, right? Yes. Yeah, he's based in Australia. You may want to get those dice then. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, th- this is all resin as well. Uh, it's going to be a black resin. All of his resin stuff is coming coloured. Yeah. Uh, this has really been getting some really that, nice attention lately. That sounds intriguing. Black resin. If, if by chance you were curious about this when we had our interview last year with the guy, there's also an interview with On Tabletop/slash Beasts of War on their YouTube channel. I'd really recommend listening to it if you were interested in the game. He talks a little bit more about how the, the laws moved on and stuff. But we have Moving a new on. version of the wet palette coming. That I purchased two months ago? Three months ago? I forget. Something like that. Um, I am backing this um, because I want to get the oh updated version of it. Well, th- there's an update kit that you can buy that'll just like convert your original one to
1: the new one. Um, no, I'm just going to get the new one. Well, yes, you don't have the existing one. I am less than impressed with my army pair one, which was about the same price, so yeah awesome um (laughs) okay a couple of things that's different on
0: this you've got these don't spill your your washers pot holders Pot Pot, things um you they will attach to the actual side of your thing uh same with the little paint pot thingy the big difference on this though is the new membrane so every other Wet palette on the market has a wet palette that you put paint on, you keep it, and then you throw it out. This one can be reused at least four times and just washed under the water. This is, in my opinion, a huge game changer. Um, They've got examples on here of a brand new one, one that's been used twice, one that's been used six times. Um, They've been able to test them and reuse them up to ten times. They've had independent reviewers look at them, Uh, which is not unusual for Redgrass. They almost always tend to try to bring independent people in. They tend to really appreciate that. Um, I think this is big. I mean, obviously, because I'm buying it. the The new version also, is, well, the new version of the standard one is slightly bigger than the old one too. So, uh, plus, the red looks nicer than the orange, but that's just my opinion. Well,
1: well I have the large also, one. Also, the, the, the name of the company is Redgrass. So, yes, why would it be orange?
2: <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: um, I didn't, I didn't make it that color, right? So, the the one thing that as you scroll down, um, the high performance TPE seal. To me, that says this is going to seal so moisture can't escape, which is great because my Army Painter one, my Army Painter wet palette, my wet palette dries out. Yeah, most of them do uh, and this does work.
0: i I own this, and I had it. I, I this is one of the things that I tested. it It actually does hold the wetness. It's really, really good. The only thing I would possibly say about this is that I'm hoping that the final version of the pot holders are not three d printed, like that one clearly is. Um, Th- these
1: are obviously prototypes. so yes, yeah, yeah. I, sure. I would I would assume they're going to be, you know injection molded for the and that's the other thing I really like about these two is like so you know, if you get the wavy in the pot holder, it's like, you, know, you can have them on the lengthwise or shortwise or, like, on a corner from each other or... Or the the wavy, as they call it, you know, is designed to also hold the brush with the tip of the brush is over the wet palette instead of, like, wherever and, like, you getting paint on stuff or on your table or you have to stick it in the water for the time being and you have to redo everything. You can sit yeah. down, do something, pick it back up and go... I, to, to, for, I mean, it's it's obvious when a company takes the time to design something for for hobby, to design a good product, and these guys have gone above and beyond taking the time to design a good product. Um, um, on the subject of the like, okay,
0: well, it, independent uh, reviewers, yeah. so what sort of no-name people are we getting here? Uh, we're not. We've got Angar Haraldez, pretty much the number one name in the entire hobby. Uh, there's a lot of people here I don't know. Hobbyist girl I've come across. Uh, Nico Prime. The Squidward uh, on there? Uh, Next Level Painting is there. Um. Oh, the, the in-your-face painting guy. Yes. Uh, Eccentric Order of Gamers. Like, there's a lot of big names here. Like, they haven't just cheaped out and got people that'll just say anything they want. For us these are so all right. Rastos,
2: he does a lot of Star Wars Legion stuff.
0: Nice. Like so. there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of big names here that will not be brought so it's good to say. Um yeah, I look If you don't have a wet palette, I'd highly recommend having a look at this. If you do have a wet palette that you think is crap, I'd highly recommend having a look at this. I have their first version. I'm buying the updated version so that I can get the new, uh, membranes and stuff. So I definitely recommend checking this out at some point within the next
1: 10 days. So when you hear this in theory, like when you, when it's first available. You'll know about this. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, I came across something that looks really, really cool. Unfortunately, it's not an army of gorillas. But it is an army of bears, and I think that's very, very close.
1: And no less awesome.
0: So, So this is done by Mears
1: Villages. Yes? Right off the bat, do you know what this reminds me of? The Pandarians from the World of Warcraft, uh, Mr. Pandaria expansion. Okay, yeah. I do know what you're referring to.
0: I've just noticed for some reason there's a human amongst them. I don't quite get why there's a human amongst them. But anyway.
1: Uh, she hates other humans and living is living with bear people? Possibly. Or she's there to domesticate them? Maybe. Uh, these are resin minis. Uh,
0: this, what we're looking at on the video version, is just a bundle that you can purchase that's on pre-order. Uh, and you get it significantly cheaper. <laughs> that's like less than 50%. That's insane. Uh, or, alternatively, you can buy them all
1: separate, because... Of course you can. Yeah. But... um, Because what if you want, like, you know, two humans to domesticate them? <laughs> <laughs> um, I really love the idea of an army of bears that are
0: intelligent and actually... Like, There's bears are already in- intimidating enough. Could you imagine
1: if one had the brain of, like, an actual humanoid? I'm just thinking, like... I, 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 I almost want to... I would love to see, like, an Age of Sigmar army like this. There's a reason why like, I somebody to make the gorillas. Yeah, in the I mean, I, I think this would be an amazingly fun faction. And it would have to be some ridiculous thing where it's, like, you know, high high, high point uh, cost per model, you know, like, yeah. small armies yeah. that can just, like, really tear stuff up. I think this is just, wow. I mean, yeah, already, like, 60 mil bases, uh eighty mil base I mean yeah these are yeah these, ooh, these things are huge yeah. and they'd be stupid easy to paint too just like you know the washers will do all the coat, work for you dry brush three a bit right of do oil. some dry brushing paint the weapon a little detail and you're done. Paint some of them up in different colors to represent different
0: types of bears if you wanna if you wanna go even further with it. Like, it would be really easy to make pop make polar bears. Right.
1: Or or even the uh, the the useless pandas. Yeah i love Um, this
0: there's just it's just
1: so cool it's really cool guys okay it is uh so someone needs to take the time and write like you know based off like this base size and whatnot like the hit points move stats and everything and then based off the type of weapons like you know how they hit and everything just so you can like go buy something like this and import it into whatever game your friends play be like i got bears Yeah, that'd be cool. But... Bears versus bowels,
0: heads. (laughs) (laughs) Shall we focus on something else? Indie. Definition. Independent. Type. Slang word. Jargon. Alright, this week... We are looking... Well, this fortnight, we're looking at Uncertain Scenery, which is a really odd but really cool name for a company. I don't know. There's just something about that name I really like. Uh, Why are make Uncertain? Because this stuff is certainly amazing. Oh, yeah. So Uncertain Scenery are an MDF terrain company. They make game board systems as well as regular buildings and stuff. I'm going to just concentrate on the 28mm scale stuff today because that's most of the games that we focus on. Um, I've just gone into the boards at the moment. So you could use these to actually make your actual gaming board. Um, You've got like full on streets and tables and actual like um underground segments to them and you could make multiple layer tables of this stuff which is just insane i kind of like the idea that you can play on multiple levels like even underneath the
1: table that you're playing on that's kind of cool uh a bit insane but cool i'm also just thinking about the you know the the concept of like you know building a display board where it's like you have like some cohesive pieces you can put together to display your army with too
2: yeah
1: yeah um if we go into
0: the actual buildings and terrain pieces i'm going to just look at industrial wasteland for a moment um
1: that was my wrestling high yeah. school
0: <laughs> well it, it's a very similar I'm, I'm just sticking because it's a very similar kind of feel um, you can definitely see the inspirations here, like the landing platform and so forth. Um, but it does again, it feels like its own thing. It doesn't feel like it's just stolen out of any one particular it just feels like it belongs in sci-fi. Uh but it's not just all stuff that may or may not fit with a sci-fi world forty thousand years in the future. There's also some fantasy stuff. I quite
1: like the castle tower, for example. Steinglass yeah. castles. Yeah.
2: yeah, I was just looking
1: at the So, I will say this: someone who can design uh fantasy terrain out of MDF and have it look good amazing. is amazing. Yeah, because you know, if you think MDF, you know, you've got you know ninety degree corners, you know, all the stuff, you know, modern building technology. Not, hey, here's a castle tower, or you know. Just the the bridge, the small arch bridge that's under the uh, old world, that right there, that's amazing. Because you're using a round, you know, curved organic shape with a material that wants to be 90 degrees and, you know, proper angles. Ooh, that windmill looks good, too.
2: That windmill looks good. I was looking at the the comm equipment, the the satellite dishes, the little antenna.
0: I literally just had that open myself. The satellite dish and the radar comms antennas are incredible. Yeah.
1: Where's that at? Oh, comms equipment. Comms
2: equipment. Wow. Yeah.
1: Do you know what that has to look all over it, socks? Star Wars terrain. Yeah. Oh, yeah um hypothetically i'm gonna have a look at 15 mil stuff and oh because there's is, nothing that's that pretty really... close to what a uh, drop zone is zone is 10. it's
0: very yeah it's very close you, you would get away with it There's probably true. not much there that i'd probably
1: say suits drop zone specific they do
2: have they do have a 10 scale 10 mil
1: oh they do they have an 8 to 10 mil scale section. Oh, hey. Oh, which yeah, is just smaller Tom, versions Santana, of what we were
0: just looking at. Destroyed buildings. I like the Tao. It is kind of simple, but I do like it. And yeah. in, the, in the boards, they have very similar looking boards, but for the 8 and 10 mil. Yeah. So in theory, this sounds like it's like, well, if I want to sell stuff at multiple sizes, I'll just do this. Um, yeah, just as someone that's watched someone down. try to do that, scaling stuff down is actually a lot harder than people think it is um so there has there has to have been a lot of time that's gone into this um i love the sunken motorway on page two actually i came across these guys a couple of Where'd weeks you, where ago you out on that eight to ten mil eight to ten mil under modular game syst- board systems page
1: two it,
2: it does look nice i'm on it too
1: i've only got one page for eight to ten mil oh it's because you... i'm in the you probably in a full view there we go uh, there we go now i'm in it now i'm in it oh yeah Oh d- yeah, uh eight to ten mil road board bundle, four foot by four foot. If you go to you page know, two,
0: under page two, there's a sunken motorway and a sunken motorway with bridge. Yep. Yeah. that sounds like the yes of somebody that can't find it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I found it. Well, I, I was just looking at the 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 very first thing is the four foot by four foot bundle. That's a uh, you know 185 pounds. That's a drop zone board right there. Oh crap! Like, I went straight past right? that. Right
2: nice and with it being all modular mm. so many different options that you can build your board with yep it's actually not a bad bit that price for four by four. no NBA.
0: no not at all um they do also like, have yeah, your paint racks and stuff um acrylic tokens and stuff because of course if you're going to have lasers you may as well do the easy stuff as well they sell random mdf shapes which i find odd I don't quite get why you would buy that,
1: but hey, make rubble and stuff out of it. Off I cuts? Off cuts yeah. that you don't have to like toss out?
0: Oh, yeah. What's more than I, I mean, have you seen why you... I would buy it? Well,
1: for a buck fifty,
2: it'd be easy rubble, I suppose. Right. They even have destroyed buildings in a bundle yep. that are eight to ten mil. So yeah, and those look those look specifically for drop zone. Those those almost look like the drop zone buildings in terms of the the size of the footprint of the buildings.
1: Yeah, the, yeah. I'd say the only thing is you don't have any of the the height to you know help with the the feel of the game of like you know you've got short buildings, tall buildings, et cetera, et cetera. Well, that's well, for, so if the buildings, buildings
2: destroyed, you put this in place of that destroyed of that actual building that used to be. there. oh, oh
1: yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying now. Yeah, yeah.
2: Because in the in the rules, if a building is destroyed, you have a, I think it's one inch worth of rubble, and so you got to remember we're talking to the rubber. same
0: person that three seconds after I explained that it doesn't go on sale until June first started
1: questioning why yes. <laughs> something that's sold out. When was that? Like fifteen minutes ago. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um this is but, really cool i i, I think the, i think the biggest find on this i think is a, like that four foot by four foot board like having having some drop zone having played a couple games of drop zone to have like a high end like at home setup that that thing is just so amazing to have
2: yeah and you just buy a couple other pieces just to mix things up a little bit yeah I mean
1: it's like you buy a couple other pieces and it's like, you know, you can like really change out the board, like you add a comms tower or you know, you swap out a couple pieces, you put it in a bridge with some sunken stuff and you know, yeah. just really change the dynamic of your board and plus you just have a really, really cool board. I mean I, I I'm yeah. all about like, you know, if you can show off your stuff and have it look cool. You know, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, shall we discuss some hobby? Dream. Blue. So, George received some brushes this week. Yes, I have received some of the the whitest brushes you will ever see. Um, let's see, here we go. Uh, here here's the main reason I can Can we focus in on that? Is it going to? Is it? Let me turn my light off. Maybe it's too bright. There it goes. Oh, hey, there we go. Citadel color, and it's all white. Right? Yeah. Um. Uh, I did get some of the the synthetic Citadel brushes. Uh, Mainly because, you know, I wanted to see, like, how the Citadel synthetic dry brush compared to um, the the regular dry brush, which I also have uh, from Citadel, which is not synthetic. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I did get the dry brushes because, well, dry brushes are one of those things where it's like you go through them, you tear them up, you destroy them. So, yeah, having two or three dry brushes sitting around, not a big deal. Nope. So uh per our last podcast though, I did pick up a couple of the shade brushes since I was politely ridiculed on my shade brushes. Um so I did <clears throat> pick up the, the Oh actually using ball. crimes against humanity. <laughs> <sighs> hey, they work for me. Imagine what I can do if I you know if the brush does make a difference.
0: Right. What you're saying is that you're going to complete all of your dots this time, George. Uh, I'm not
1: going to be working on the dots. (laughs) So I did also pick up the layer small and the layer medium brush, which would be equivalent to some of my uh, Winsor Newton Series 7s. And first of all, they did not come with any sort of brush protector. This is how they were shipped.
0: That's concerning.
1: That's really not cool. The the medium one, let's see if it can... That one doesn't look too bad, but here's the small one. Uh, yeah, that's that small one's kind
2: Yeah, it's got
0: a little... So here's the good thing about Games Workshop. Because Games Workshop have the policy that they do, you will be able to get that replaced pretty much without question.
1: Let me, let me see if I can find something. Oh, here we go. Let's see if we can... Yeah. Yeah, you, right there. So for that's those that angle. are wondering what the big deal how, is like...
0: about the fact that this is all fluffy, what you need to remember is that the thing about... um synthetic brushes is that they spring back to the shape that they were in when you started because they're 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 essentially plastic plastic. they're nylon yep yeah yeah so the fact that he's received a brush that's already like this instead of like this um it's it's not gonna stay like this it's gonna stay like this um yeah but games workshop should replace that for you all you need to do is email customer service they'll probably ask you for yeah. a couple of pictures
1: um yeah i would probably so bring I,
0: up the fact that they didn't have any holders on them as well
1: yeah i when, when i when i first opened that i was just like you know obviously like you know the shade brush and the the large dry brush oh, know, yeah those like, those yeah, like stick out and the other ones like, and i go through you know and that's just like you know i'm like well wait this one doesn't have a protector on it this what's going on so yeah and that should have a little concerning um they don't feel any different you know it's a nice smooth painted brush handle feels great to hold just like any brush handle Uh, i'm gonna turn my light back on because there now i'm now i don't feel like i'm in the dark um so yeah we'll see uh it, it is a three-day weekend here in the U.S., so I'm gonna try to get some pan. Um and and do, do a cold? review on them and whatnot. I um, off. Huh? I got Friday off. So I
2: oh, I day.
1: have I I have a four-day weekend as well. But uh, uh, Sam is graduating from middle school to high school, so I'm doing that Tuesday. So that's my that's my fourth day. Fair enough. Um, but uh, to go along with the hobby, uh, last weekend. Uh, and you guys saw the picture of this. Uh, I pulled out Cthulhu Death May Die and played a game of that with Sam. Yeah. And nice. and going back to the, the yeah. creepy twins from the that one game, uh, I played as the kid in that game. <laughs> and Holy Cow, that's a powerful character. <clears throat> nice. Oh, uh, we were playing uh, uh, against Haster the Yellow, the Yellow King and the kid had an ability of if as you you can level level up these abilities and so i got it to where even if i'm within a square of a summoning portal anything coming through the summoning portal takes half damage Have you and seen so the i'm yellow sitting sign? there like yeah i uh, the kid getting like six uh, yellow signs on the kid nice. um nice. i was i was a dice roll away from like dying from insanity <laughs> 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 but it was really cool because since I, I I leveled up and things coming through portals, you know, were taking half damage coming through the portals when they were summoned. I was summoning the Yellow King like crazy. And so yep. he's coming through a portal. I'm next to that portal, so he was coming through and taking half damage right off the bat. Nice. It uh, it made the it made the game very um easy towards the end, like, oh look, he's summoned. Oh, he's already taken half damage. Let me shoot him once with my gun. That I've got, you know, nine dice, and I know, you know, one success. equals one damage. So, um, yeah, I found a very overpowered character in that game. Nice. <laughs> and, and and she's just a cute little innocent girl with, you know, a teddy bear and a hand on fire. Totally normal.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. That, that I say that every day.
1: Then that's right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm. No, I, I'm. I'm not gonna say it, especially after the last couple of years. I was. I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna. Captain Sox.
2: Yes. So uh, I haven't been doing much hobby time. However, my boys got uh, a split core set of Star Wars Legion uh, for Christmas this past year, and they've been putting together some stuff today. So I've been helping them out, uh, putting together some droids and some clones. Uh, but last uh, this past week, our local game store opened up for in-store gaming again. So we went to the store last night. My boys nice. played a little 500-point skirmish game while I helped watch and and do some pointers, and watch some other players. So that was my hobby time. So uh, here, in a couple weeks, I will be moving down to Florida, and I will be taking some of my droids and some of my paints. And in my free times that I'll have, in the three weeks that my family will be staying behind because of moving truck issues, I'm gonna be painting some stuff in the evening. So I'll have some more hobby time here in a few weeks, in about a month. Nice, yeah. So, Bruce? I guess Thunderboy or, or Bruce? We'll go into mine to first. In voice Thunderboy?
0: Yes, well, we'll go into mine first because that will give me a chance of actually bringing up Thunderboy's thing because I forgot to leave it open. Um, personally, I have been stripping models. Um, so I don't remember if it was the Are last time. Are they episode. working on the work episode? In college. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had been using a paint thinner to do it last time, like a very strong, don't get it on your skin or your skin will fall off type thinner and i just really i shouldn't have done it inside i really shouldn't have done it inside but i did no. yeah i know um but i wanted to try the hole that's
1: right it's first. getting cold which is a lot safer. Right now, huh? what was that sorry i was gonna say it is it's getting colder for you this right now so you don't want to be outside doing stuff as much no no and yes it is getting cold it's still cold. what, what, what right is now. it 60 degrees
0: 60 degrees i'd be like
1: dead Oh, so, uh, no, sorry. Here, let me. Get...
2: of sixty degrees. Yes, I know. <laughs>
1: I knew which man let, let, let me convert my freedom height.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah, I I bathed all of my Bushido models in Detol for uh, just overnight, uh, and then took to them with a toothbrush yesterday and scraped everything off and made a giant mess. Yeah. And now I'm starting to rebuild them again because, of course, the other thing that happened is that the, goo, the glue gave way. But
2: yeah, of
0: honestly, the Dettol got almost as much off as the... Um, well, in some cases, I got more off. In other cases, it got almost as much off. There's, like, one that still has, like, paint in, like, the gaps and stuff. But I don't think it's going to be a huge
1: issue. Um Bruce, honestly with the difference that i had sorry i haven't used them i found them but I'll, i'll i'll see if i can find a link and send them what these are called to you these are like five times stiffer than toothbrushes
0: yes this the toothbrush i had was a very soft one um it was the first time i was using it since i brought it um but like all in all like the the benefit of the thinner is that i could just hold it and then just paint the paint off like literally you're dipping it in the thinner and then you're literally just... So it's a lot easier, but unpainting really got to me. Yeah. Yes. Um, So detail does take longer, but once it's been soaking overnight, it's no harder to get off. I mean, you're just sitting here doing this forever, which is annoying, but... It worked. Yeah. So that's kind of been the only hobby I've had a chance to get done. Um, No. I had a hobby weekend last weekend with um, some friends actually come to think of it. What did I actually do other than talk a lot? Um, I was painting something. I don't remember what it was. I painted something. I don't remember what it was. So Thunderboy played in a Dropfleet Commander tabletop simulator tournament. And he won the weakest link by essentially copying something I would have done in a game. So, Thunderboy, I'm very upset that you're copying my strategies. He blew up a purse and then caught nine other ships within the six-inch distortion bubble, meaning that they all took D6 damage with no saves allowed. <laughs> um, clearly, he's been stealing my ideas, and by my ideas, I mean my curses. Um, he yeah, says that's that the no, only he time hasn't. you can roll
1: sixes.
0: Yep. <laughs> the only time I roll sixes is when I don't want to. So he rolled a six to crit... Uh, to the final result, then a 5 and a 5 for the second crit, and then a 6 for the explosion, and a 6 for the explosion effect. Um, and, yeah, he took out 9 ships. There is a listing somewhere of everything that he took out. Yeah. Um, which I will find as well. So he, he wanted to thank Chris Visser for organising the tournament. This is the same guy that organised the previous tournament that we spoke about. Um, yeah, that that's everything really on that side of things. Uh, there was three Santiago's, two Viennas, two Pandora's, and a Calypso. That's what the explosion took out. Like I said, he's been stealing my curses. Maybe my next game will be more reliable because we'll maybe see. I've shunted my curse off to Thunderboy. You're not that lucky. No, I'm not. But I can, I can wish and dream. Oh, I can hope. Yeah. Shall we have some games? I was saying,
1: wish in one, wish in one hand, crap in the other. See which one fills up faster. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard that one, Bruce? No, that's a new one. Oh.
0: I think you should I'm press the button. I can tell
1: you that to you. This button talk nerdy to me.
0: All right. So, last time we were covering Drop Fleet Commander, we spoke about the battle cruisers. Since then, we've got more battle cruisers come out, so we're going to continue talking about battle cruisers. I was going to say <laughs> Um, so last episode we had battle cruisers get released, we spoke about them in the news. Uh, but we were covering Drop Zone Commander that episode. That's why we're covering it today. No. So, Captain Socks. Do you want to start on the UC, uh, the UA, the UCM, UCM stuff?
2: Yeah, that ones, those ones. Yep. Yep. So the new ones that uh, just came out for the UCM is the Venice and the Rome. The Venice battle cruiser uh, is a command style battle cruiser for 220 points. Uh, six inch scan, six inch signature, eight inch thrust. The whole of 14 armor, three plus. Seven point defense, a grouping of one, and a heavy tonnage, no special rules. Um, However, I kind of consider this, what I'm about to read as a special rule in a sense. So with your command deck, if you mount your admiral in this ship, uh, when drawing command cards, you can draw two more than normal. And then you also have a battle net um, ability. So as long as this ship is on the board, when a friendly battle group activates, you may choose to discard one command card and that battle group gains one of the following bonuses when on special orders. These bonuses are, uh, the first one is any ships in that battle group may add four inches to their thrust, characteristic for this activation. The second one is any ships in that battle group may fire one additional weapon system during this activation, or may fire one if not otherwise allowed to fire any if, for example, if you're on silent or or silent running. Oh, that's nasty! Yeah, any ships in the the battle group may change orbital layer, even if they otherwise would not be allowed to do so. All normal restrictions apply, such as cussing thrust distance and only entering atmosphere, if they have atmospheric special rule so I think mm-hmm. when I was looking at the weaponry I was just like why is this such a low-class weaponry because the weaponry is is very minimal it has two mass drivers in the 4200 uh, style with lock four two attack one damage front side left front side right uh, linked once so you can shoot both of those together and then you have shark missile bays four plus d6 plus, or four plus lock d6 plus one attack uh, one damage uh, 360 and close action so when I saw the the, the minimal weaponry on there, it's like this is not worth taking. But then when I read through the the special abilities that you get because of the battle, the command style battle cruiser, I was just like, actually, some of those are pretty nice.
0: Yeah, this might that is ridiculous. Ooh. I'm I'm gonna withhold yeah. my thought until we cover the next one. That is ridiculous.
2: So the next one um, is can the... I also
1: say that this looks a little ridiculous. What was that? I I I think the Venice looks a little ridiculous too.
2: Yeah, I I don't really like the look of the model. I have to agree. It looks having that hole in the center of it. It just looks weird with all those command or the com antennas sticking out underneath. I agree. Mm. What but if they did the middle of the top? Of what it is the middle of the bottom. <laughs> I I understand that it should be they should be hanging down and like that. But they could almost put those on the top row instead of having that underside with the hole in the middle.
0: Yeah, you're not going to get me to argue but. with you on that.
2: Um. Yeah, and then we've got the Rome as well. Yep. So the Rome is 170 points. So 50 points cheaper than the Venice. Uh, same stats in terms of the primary ones, except for you got 15 point defense. So this is very much a heavy port, point defense support style battle cruiser. Uh, has launch an A G S of nine. So A G S nine allows you to use uh, nine additional point defense towards a friendly ship if they're within. Uh, I want to say it's four inches of you. Uh, it's been a while since I think it's
1: right your action range
2: yeah you're right um so the has the same style mass drivers the 4200 as the venice with a lock for two attack one damage front side left and right with linked one and then shark missile bays uh four plus d6 plus one uh one damage each on those close action and then it has two heavy torpedoes with a limited one shot so two torpedoes on the on both side one on each side of the ship uh with the launch of one for those so pretty good support battle cruiser i would call it um especially point defense and the AGS nine, um but then you got the heavy heavy torpedoes to, to pack a punch. Yep. So that the heavy torpedo in
0: nine inch thrust, they've got a lock value of two plus and an
1: attack of four and a damage of four. That's potentially nuts.
2: Yeah. So uh, you say- if I
1: had to pick between the two would have to pick the Venice over this the, the realm though. That that Venice with that special ability. Yeah that is for like do that you're know, like in the first two turns that is nuts. Because Four inches for Venice might be
0: a must oh. take. In all, I I don't see how you can't take that. It's just too. Especially it's not I'm not saying it's, it's groundbreaking, but there's just it's too good not to have in your list. The that, support that, that gives you your a fleet
2: up to speed with the scourge and the Shaltari.
0: Yeah um yeah that's and correct me if i'm wrong it's, 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 it's the ridiculous. first of the um the like overly like support command barge type
1: things we haven't really had anything like that yet no uh i don't think we n- not with like to that level or extent um mm. i mean most of the support stuff has been like little frigates yeah yeah nothing like you know
2: yeah because we've had the jakarta which is a uh, Ags style frigate you had the phr version which um deflected blocks. you had the the scan one that the ucm had to, to ping ships so yeah you're right george they've all been frigate style size support ships this is the first yeah uh, even every tonnage size ship that's a very much a support ship
1: mm, yeah because the shaltari's uh support ship even the opal is a frigate so
2: yeah that's right
1: yeah
0: so on the skirk side of things uh we're starting with the Scourge Shadow. 205 points. It's got a six inch scan, eight inch signature, ten inch thrust, fourteen hull, it's got an armor of four plus, eight point defense, uh grouping of one, and it's a heavy tonnage. It's not special at all. And that means that this is giving up all of your stealth options that their previous battlecruisers did have.
1: Battlecruisers. That's true. Uh,
0: sorry, yes. That's true. Uh, and for that, you get a Megatron Lash, possibly the best name for a weapon I've heard in a long time, because Megatron is an awesome character, and screw you if you don't agree. Death to Optimus Prime. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, it doesn't have a lock value. Your destructive gun prop at the end it is not appreciated. All hail, Megatron. Uh, it Megatron <laughs> has four attacks, uh, he does one damage, and it's a front narrow. Mauler. F- B, I've got to double check with the Mauler, can you look up what the Mauler does again? I've forgotten.
2: Mauler is where your lock value is the armor of your opponent that you're shooting yes. at. Yes, yes, that's
0: right. Um, and it does have Scald. Uh, you've also got an Oculus Beam Array, it's 3 plus lock, uh, 2 attacks, 2 damage front. It's also got Scald and Plasma Tempest, 3 plus, 2d6 plus 4, it's actually quite a nice one. One damage and yeah, nice. side, and it's close action with scold. The big thing, however, is that it's got full launch. So, first thing, there's an error on this page. Because it should have launch in its special rules for the ship, and it doesn't. Um, yep. Sorry, Lewis, got to point it out. <laughs> um, I expect that they'll be fixing things like that soon. Um, moving on, we also have... The Umbra, which is a weird name. So this is also a Battle Cruiser. 195 points. Uh, exactly the same stats. Yep, literally exactly the same. Um, still nothing special apart from something very similar. Oculus Booster. At the end of this ship's activation, pick one enemy ship anywhere within its front arc in line of sight. Place an Oculus Booster token next to that ship. A ship may have only one Oculus booster token. You may remove the Oculus booster token when the ship's group is targeted by a single friendly ship. If so, the firing group gains the following bonus against every ship in that group in coherency with the ship token. So, with the token ship for that firing action, weapons with the Oculus in their name. Activate Scold whenever in Scan plus Signature range, and also increase their Scold penalty to three plus instead of one plus. If unused, Oculus booster tokens are removed during the Roundup phase. Master
2: with that Scold plus bonus.
0: Yeah. So this has an Oculus Beam array of three plus. Sorry, lock is three plus. Two attacks, two damage. Front Scold. Uh, plasma tempest is exactly the same as the other one this also has fighters and bombers and it's got four of them so again there's no launch in that special but there should be um i know which of these two i prefer and it's quite heavily oh i kind of want to take both of them but i don't see how you could pass up same. the umbra the umbra is just too good yeah it's, it's it gives it's you than more the range than for your Scarlet for your for your um scald, and it makes the scald
1: more powerful. Yeah, I think uh, I, I, it almost seems like that. You know, they're they're going like making this uh support Battlecruiser It's like it, it's making it too good to like not take it.
0: It's not going to break the game sense, by like, any means, know. but it's a very very good ship. I d- the Megatron gun though is really cool. I do yeah. like it. But I just don't so see I how stuff. You could you could take both, but I it's a lot of
1: points to take both. Yeah. Um the umbra are, gets mine. Are five. you familiar with Babylon Five by any chance? I am familiar with are it. You, yes. Are you familiar with Um I'm I'm slightly disappointed the Scourge Shadow doesn't look like one of the shadow ships from Babylon Five. They would get sued for that. They can't do that. Well, obviously, yes, but I mean it's uh, I know. Um I'd, I'd have to take the umbra too it's yeah know, that 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 boost for the oculus is it's just it's too good yeah um captain sucks
2: are you cool with the phr huh? yep i'm good with them so Starting the first one the, uh, it's 180, 180 points Sorry, I I in scan. go ahead george
1: no no go ahead go ahead I, all
2: right Man i Man just pulled scan, up the image scan.
1: of one of them i had to start
2: laughing Oh okay. Six inch signature uh, thrust of twelve inches, bowl of fifteen armor three plus, seven point defense, grouping of one and a heavy tonnage. Uh, it has a heavy quad battery with a lock of four plus, attack four, damage two, front arc, which I love because finally we have a, a forward-facing heavy weapon as a PHR. Uh it has it's caliber not front narrow either. Uh, yeah, either. Uh it has a caliber of heavy and super heavy, so really good at taking out battleships and other battle cruisers and dreadnoughts. And then also has then fuselage four, is, of War. Yeah, awesome. Um, and then it has Hornet drones, uh, three plus lock D three plus three attack one damage as its close action. So that's that first one. And then we've got the Agrippa as its second battle, new battle cruiser for the PHR. So 150 points uh same stats across the, the top there uh, and then it has a hollow debris field so once per activation during any part of the activation including during movement you may place a, de- a dense debris field within three inches of this ship these debris fields last until the end of the next round and are circular with a four inch diameter you can place a d6 or a custom template um, to represent these friendly ships and launch assets ignore these debris fields which i think is awesome so no real Um, And it has holographic drones with a 5-plus lock, 2D, 3 plus 3, 1 damage, uh, side left and side right, so it has both of these. They're linked, and these are close-action swarmers. So I think the idea or the ability to put out your own defense token or debris field where your ships can ignore them as well as your launch assets is awesome. So why
1: I was laughing when I pulled the ship up, the side pod where the holographic drones come out you got the two little silver things, which are the eyes, and you have a big underbite jaw going on the side of the. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, yeah. I can't <laughs> say that, man. Yeah. That's, I pulled that up, and I saw that. I was just like. <laughs> I, I shit. That, that's why I was laughing like I was twelve. Gotcha. Uh, because that's all- <laughs> um. I'm not sure that you're twelve, cool. George. I'm not sure you're that like, old. I mean, I know you're the, I know you're a lot older, but like <laughs> eight, maybe eight crayons. Yep. Oh. Um this is really cool as far as like yeah. using this in conjunction with stuff to protect an asset you're trying to get up the board uh yeah. um, yeah. using this that, a you know, to protect own, an you, asset that you're trying to get to protect a, a ship that you're trying to get into a side arc to unload um, yeah a also also, or troop, troop, troop also i think yeah i think these phr battlecruisers look really good Yep. If you compare right, them yeah. to first gen and second gen battlecruisers, these look so much better. So much way better. Um, yeah. Uh, I. I, I, I have to go with the Agrippa, I think.
0: Oh, it's the Agrippa, yeah. hands down for me, hands down. Yeah, I I think Captain I I think I Major might be disagreeing though. Oh, you like both? Okay. I,
2: I like both because because how many ships in the PHR have huge heavy weapons that are forward facing? Oh yes, yes. I'm, mean, I'm ships, not saying, saying that the other ones. ones other with none of them, because I got twin lasers and I got a small little small little mass driver turret on the front of some of them, and a, and a burn through yeah. laser on, on <laughs> yeah. the majority of them. If I'm not bringing in a, a battle. Crew or a a battleship or a dreadnought i don't have heavy forward-facing weapons Mm. i certainly i'm not hating on the other
0: one i just the agrippa is must take and even more i agree with that yeah i just uh,
1: i I just think it's so like the the like it's so in line with the phr of like you know their dreadnought has you know the huge bombardment ship of like hey you can wipe a sector out Hey, this ship, you can throw up a fake debris field. This one, you can, like, add ages to stuff. This one, you can, this one, you can, you know, it's like, it's like they have, like, little cool things, like, I want to do this, this game, and, oh, we'll throw in a little bit of this. You know, like, we're the Scourge, we have Scald. Have you heard of Scald? Yeah. When we're we heard Ranger, you, like, so we've Man. given some Scald to your Scald, so you can Scald while you Scald. Right. This is like, hey, you can put up a debris field here. You could put up a debris field around a ship, the four because it's a friendly field. ship. Oh, yeah. oh! Hold the phone. What diameter. Put a debris field around an opponent ship. Ooh. And they take damage on their activation. Be, yeah. 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 It says place a de- yes. dense debris field within three of this ship. What does that yeah, do? That's, that's that say, not six off of range, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And if you put it over a ship that has to move, then it's they're going to have to different. take damage So yeah, um, I want to see someone do that now. <laughs> let's have a look at the shenanigans, shall we? Though so we might have to take their the name away. because they're not really um, they're not doing
1: all of the shenanigans at the moment. No. I was gonna say, so so all the factions, at least one of the new battlecruisers has like some crazy special rule of add thrust, add Oculus damage, question Um, the Shaltari are just like. So, uh, we're gonna start with the the Geothite, uh, it's a Battlecruiser, 200 points, 12-inch scan, 3-inch, 16-inch signature, shields, no shields, obviously, 10-inch thrust, 13 hull, uh, armor is 5-up, 4-up, shields, no shields, obviously, point defense 9, grouping 1, tonnage heavy launch is the special, um, hyperwave cannons, 3-up lock. Four attacks, two damage, uh, front arc, uh, corruption. Uh, That was a Scourge-only torpedo thing that now the Shaltari have, and so I don't know what that is off the top of my head. So I am going here to Corruption, or Corruptor. Oh, no, that's... Not Corruption. That's different. That's Corruptor, not Corruption. No, it's Corruptor. Corruptor is the Scourge thing. This is is it the same thing. Did they change the name? You're the one holding the rulebook. <laughs> well, I only have a Gen 1 rulebook. Yes. Well, this is why I'm saying. In my Gen 1 yeah, rulebook, no, I... it says Corrupter. This special rule says Corruption. Now do you see where I I'm my, uh... inquiring? It could be like a typing error.
0: I suspect that it's a typing error. Okay,
1: If so the, if it is, then it is the same uh, character that is on the uh, Scourge Torpedoes, um, which uh, causes ongoing damage, uh, ships take a critical hit from a corrupted weapon, also suffers equivalent fire crippling damage effect, although in this case no additional damage is caused IMMEDIATELY, in addition, at the end of each subsequent subsequent activation by the corrupted ship, roll 1d6 for each point of hull it has remaining. Roll of 6 causes another fire effect to break out. This effect it continues for the rest of the game and is not eliminated even if damage control efforts succeed in extinguishing all of the flames. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um What's really cool is it's your traditional Shaltari 3-up lock with at least 12 inches of range. With four attacks, two damage each. So statistically, you're looking at uh, four saved damage, or four damage you get a save on, four damage you don't get a save on, statistically speaking. Yeah. Or wait, no. Three up, four up. Okay, so You got your one and two, so yeah. Um. So at least one that, you know, possibly one, two that you can roll save on, one that's going to be a crit on, on average in theory then ish give or take um that's pretty cool uh load fighters of bombers of four um that's cool uh shaltari fighters bomber sucks so okay um moving on uh the hematite uh this is a battle cruiser. also 200 points yeah 200 points um same stats 12 3 16 10 13 5 4 9 blah 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 um no special uh this one has a quad thermal lance cannon. Lock of two up, four attacks, one damage, front narrow arc, burn through. Um, oh, Oops, I didn't talk about the rating. close action on the other. Doesn't Doesn't. That's clearly another arrow. Um, yeah, yep. there's there's no burn through rating. So, you can burn through it for forever there, George. Um, they both have. Ooh, well that would be broken as shit.
2: Yeah, would be that.
1: Especially on a two up.
2: Yeah, two oh, up.
1: I'm going to
0: go back and find the original article. I suspect that it's a typing error.
1: Um they both have harpoon cascade which is a uh, 4 plus uh three attacks one damage front side rear close action. Um no bombers. Um yeah, um both I give I I give it to the geothyte because it has corruption, unless it has like a burn through eight or something like that for the, the other one. Um, just because it does have that corruption Special Rule, um, that weapon is, is set to do some serious damage with a lock of three up four da- uh, attacks, two yeah. damage each. Um, what's unique here is these are Shaltari Battlecruisers that you don't have to weapons-free spike the hell out of them to use the weapon systems effectively. All the other Battlecruisers, to use all the weapons, you'd have to use a, a weapons-free. These guys only have one weapon system each. They're also the only faction that doesn't have a massive special rule for one of them, which... a little disappointed in. Um, I'm not... They've the,
2: got, the got, got, got Corruptor. They don't need any that. damn not, special okay rules. I'm sorry, yeah, you've
0: I... got one of the most powerful weapons in the game. You can't
1: have... A special weapon,
2: assault. you can't
0: <laughs> have special rules as well.
1: That's right. I mean, you know, they do have distortion weapons, um, all the really cool stuff, weapons wise, Shaltari has. Um, I-, I think for funds, they could have thrown like impel cannons on these guys, too, just for funds.
0: Yes, because what uh, they really need is more weapons. Well, it's an the, impel when, when cannon. the ship I already
1: mean... has the most powerful weapon in the game. Um, well no these ships do not have the most powerful weapon again in the game because they're not a diamond um i don't know with that corruptor... I, I have to give it to the geothite yeah the corruptor the corruptor does make that pretty gnarly um especially with Shaltari range oh my god and then yeah. uh the the one scenario where you get like additional scan range that oh, yeah, Shaltari yeah. should not be allowed to play that uh scenario. No, because it gives you if you get both the comm stations, it gives you a scan range of like eighteen,
2: the entire board or something
1: stupid or no,
2: pretty much the entire board.
1: Seventeen, of seventeen. Yeah, um, I have to go to the geo site. Um, that being said, so rule of cool, which is the coolest looking battle cruiser of these new battle cruisers? Coolest looking of all the battle cruisers? Yeah, rule of cool, which one's the coolest looking? It's actually, really hard. I can tell you this right now. I think, for once, I think Scourge is not the 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 clear winner. No, I agree. I agree. Um,
0: which is not to say that I don't like them, uh, but no, they're not the clear winner. And that's the this is the first time I'm actually tempted to give it to Pompeius. Your Gripper? That's
1: no Pompeius. Pompeius? Looks wise, I think I'm tempted to give it to the Pompeius personally. Um, that's my pick too. With the, those the the heavy quad batteries, just. Like, I am a big space fish, and I have big guns! Um, right behind that, though, is the Rome. Uh, I think the Rome looks really cool with the the underslung uh, two giant torpedoes Torpedos. hanging there off the front like a couple of, you know... I, I was going to say testicles, but yes, torpedoes. Um, the Rome is very phallic. I'm sorry. You, you can't tell me that that is not a phallic ship. All right, George! <laughs> would you like to know what your burn through is what is the burn through well oh i'm sorry um what <laughs> the burn through is 12 on oh, trap lock
2: I, I think that's the strongest oh, burn through without my overcharge oh damn
1: uh you i can't, can't see, see it bruce you're you're, you're uh oh right. no the Sorry. Quad cannon
0: locker two attack one damage one front narrow burn through
1: 12 okay I... so you said attack of one this is attack of four listed no, attack a four. Damage of one. Okay. Holy on tw- on a two though. Does anyone else have a two on a, on a burn through?
2: Uh one so of the, the Romulus, UCM, which is the P- right? so the PHR Romulus has a fourteen burn through, but its lock is three. up super hydro laser.
1: So no one else on has Romulus. a two
2: up lock on a burn through. I'm not sure. Um, let me look through the uh UCM right now.
0: The UCM, one of their ships too, yes.
2: Is it the uh, the uh yeah, well, nothing else
0: has t- three. Uh, there's something else on this that I've just noticed.
1: What? What did you just notice? On the scourge three. ship,
0: there's a ty- there's another typing on typing error on that. Um, it's not Molar B. It's Molar Eight. Oh. Okay. Works um, the same way yeah. as burn through weapons. Lock number is equal to the arm. So we that bit is right. But on top of everything else. The shadow also has a burn through
1: of eight. Oh, okay, that's... Um, so in my Gen 1 rulebook, everything I'm seeing for UCM is three up lock for a burn through. Um,
2: yep, that's what I'm seeing too.
0: Um, I believe one of the dreadnoughts have a plus two. Let me. I'll, I will double check. I could be wrong, but I could have sworn one of the dreadnoughts had two.
2: The dreadnoughts don't have any... Uh... They all have mass drivers. They don't have burn through for the UCM. The PHR use the PHR dreadnought Rodulus has a three plus burn through and it's 14. I think that's the closest one we're gonna find. That that much burn through and low lock.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think Um Three Plus. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Step aside, Diamond, I think you've been replaced in just about every list. Because the diamond also I think has bloom. Which gives it a uh, a spike. A spike. This yep. doesn't.
2: Nope. This is and a single
1: you- weapon system that you fire on two up. And unless you're Jason, the Bruce, you have a really good chance of just getting of a critty. crit early and quick and just melting through a ship.
2: All right. I went about four grippers when I face one of your ships. <laughs> Don't <laughs>
1: But but I, yeah. The- um one of the
0: battleships has a plus 3 you might be right you might that might be the first
2: 2 plus with twelve. um friends. that's that's insane
1: yeah that that's going to get that has to get knocked down in my opinion that's got to be like a, a 10 the points at not like an 8 i wouldn't drop it down i would just or, think it more expensive. expensive like 2 220 a ship 230 2 225 two oh because at two twenty five, that puts you right at like four fifty for two of those, and yeah. Um, the coolest rule, though, I think, belongs to the Venice. Yeah, that that just does so much. To i have got to do this, and we're gonna all move four inches further. We're gonna change an orb layer. We're, we're like, holy smokes! Um, yeah, that ship, that rule is so amazing. Um, I I love it. Um, this is what makes me jealous that my Shaltari new balkers don't have a special rule. Is is this special rule? The Agrippas is pretty cool. The Scourge is pretty cool. This one, this one is. If you do it right, you could do so much with with that. You know, you know, with that. It's just yeah.
2: you could you could bring in your your Dreadnought on silent running and use this and be able to fire his weapon.
1: Your you can be jealous
0: all you like. Your ship mm-hmm. has the best gun in the game. You're
1: not allowed no, to have special rules too. You can get <laughs> over it, and you can get over it. Bruce, Bruce. The hyperwave cannon is a 3-up lock with 4 attacks at 2 damage each. And then you have that burn-through of 12 ship. Um, that hematite, I would argue... There's a reason you're not getting special
0: rules. Diamonds and- you're already broken. I- you don't need more rules. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah the the, the Shaltanigans are still strong. Um, must take ship for any list. Uh, best one I think uh, it's toss uh, up best overall, or just uh for each like you you, you like w- which one of these do you have to take in a list regardless of faction Venice for its special rule hematite because you can melt through a ship. That's neither,
0: a neither. neither, neither. No, because I still take the Pompeius. That's true. The Pompeius I still take the Pompeius, Pompeius and where that lacks, I pick up with the rest of my fleet. That's fair. Um,
1: And actually, what was the Pompeius points wise?
0: 180 points.
1: Oh, sorry, not the Sorry,
0: sorry, sorry. No, I'm wrong. It's not the Pompeius, the other one. I'm talking about the Agrippa. Uh, Oh, the Agrippa, Agrippa, which is 150 points. 150 points, and I I get to instantly defend all of my powerful stuff, throw you in the middle of a field. Um, I I get to make your job very, very difficult.
1: Hold on a second. I'm. Also here.
0: perfect opportunity to create some unique um scatter terrain. Just get some four inch bases oh, sure. and make your own dense debris fields.
2: Debris fields. So, okay. so Bruce. So
1: George. Bruce and Sox, the Agrippa yep. is fifteen points cheaper than an Onyx heavy cruiser for the Shaltari. I think. Unless the points on that change. That's a hundred and sixty five point uh heavy battle cru- or heavy cruiser. The, I would, okay. I would argue that the Agrippa is a must
0: take. I mean, yeah, there's no, a must okay. take in every faction, but this, this is the must take of the game. I think you're right. Especially also, when you when got the. Uh... Well, especially when, when ships go to go to the game's not just about destroying things. This does a lot of things that helps the
2: way that the yeah. meta works. Yeah. What I was trying to say is is, is that the, the pre-field, your opponent is going to have to shoot through it, which is going to decrease their lock value. Your, your, yep. your ships across your board ignores that. So their lock value is going to stay the same when they're yep. shooting through it. I think you're and right. And they, they
0: can fly through it without taking any damage. Or, yep. I, I can shoot a George and George is going to have a lot of trouble shooting at me. It actually goes the um, other way the
1: very first time yeah hey so uh quick question if you're in a debris field your fighters and bombers when you launch your 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 fighters to defend your ship they take a penalty in a debris field on defending your own ship right if you're so phr best fighters and bombers in the game you run this ship up at its 150 points you throw some uh uh ages for gumption you drop a debris field on a ship, launch fires and bombers at it, you shoot the hell out of it, and it's stuck in a br- debris field. Its fires and bombers are going to get whacked by the, this debris field. Its shooting range is decreased by the debris field, and if they decide to move out of it, they're going to take damage. I, very much. I, I think the, I this is a great defensive thing, but I think under the with the right ballsy captain, this is a major offensive weapon, too. Yeah. yeah. The thing I
0: like about this is it it potentially completely changes the game, but not in a way where everybody else is going to be going, well, that's not fair. Because nothing about this breaks things. It just makes... It, it means that you have to think a different way. And I like the fact that they've done something this cool without breaking everything else. Because it's a very yeah, hard balance. Um, so... I'm definitely buying battlecruisers for my scourge. I might need to buy both of them. <laughs> or just
1: magnetise it, I suppose. Um Yeah. Hey Bruce, I bet you Captain Sox gets like uh, like two of the other battlecruisers and like at least one or two of these.
0: <laughs> Is he buying them for the major?
1: Yeah. Oh, yes. hey. um <laughs> That's right. You're going to be major. That's a pay raise. You can buy more ships there, socks.
2: Yeah, I can. But I also got a higher mortgage payment, too, down in Florida. Dude, well, you can treat them. yourself to
1: some aid. ships first. All yeah, right. Sounds good. Moving on. <laughs> uh Upcoming
0: events? Yeah, let's do some upcoming events.
1: The apex of <laughs> <amazing>.
0: <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <So do> I. <laughs> I just realized it would only make that uh, better. You know, if it was things and stuff at the end instead of just things. Yeah, you, you should do that. Um, okay,
0: upcoming events: UK Gaming Expo tickets are still on sale. Um, keep in mind that if you want to go, that you need to have a lateral flow test at a testing center. In order to be able to go, that's required for all volunteers, all staff, and all attendees, because they want to make sure that this is a safe event. Um, Event takes place from July 31st until August 1st. Um, Gen Con is still coming up in September from the 16th till the 19th. Uh, We believe that they have similar requirements. Not the same, but similar. Um, I believe i believe their requirements is uh vaccine but i'm not 100 percent sure on that pax australia is coming up as well uh that's in october from friday the 8th until sunday the 10th of october um our current lockdown is only for seven days so it'll be over by then um in the past we've mentioned the brush beast painting competition uh, this is just a quick notice to let you know that by the time you're listening to this, that competition deadline will be over, or you may have a few hours left. Um, we've we've gone through this several times, the, the categories and stuff. Uh, when we find out who wins, we will cover it then. But, as far as we are concerned, there's one event coming up next weekend that's more important than anything else. And... We are doing an interview with Lewis Clark from TT Combat. Uh, we've been kind of talking with Lewis kind of on and off for a while now. Um, we kind of banter back and forth, friendly as well. Um, but we will actually be actually talking to him in person. What's uh, Digitally in person. Uh, all three of us are going to be waking up at stupid hours. Uh, I believe it's 10 o'clock for Captain so- Major Sox.
2: 9 o'clock in the morning for George. (laughs) And
0: it'll be 1 o'clock in the morning for me the following day. Uh, Lewis gets to relax because it's only 4 o'clock in the afternoon for him. No, 2 o'clock in the afternoon for him. Um, So if you are listening to this and you have a question that you would like to ask of Lewis, remember, this is Lewis, not Louis, although that might be the same person, um, then you should reach out to us. Email us at gettingtabled at gmail.com and we will get your question through to lewis as part of the interview you should be doing that before next weekend reach out to the team give us your question if by some chance people ask the same question then the first person will be the one that gets the credit for asking the question um any other thoughts before we move on from that point
1: um, I i don't think so into the bumper then and with that what no uh, do you want to do that bumper i was just gonna read it and not do that bumper and be okay (laughs) if you enjoy (laughs) us if you
0: enjoy us um, please support our patreon patreon.com slash getting tabled if you would like to keep in touch with us through social media check out our facebook facebook.com slash getting tabled you can look at our youtube Content by searching Getting Tabled. We are the first 10 to 15 results. I've already given you our email address, gettingtabled at gmail.com. Twitter and Instagram are at Getting Tabled. And all of our content can be found on our website, which is gettingtabled.weebly.com. So much better than the original one.
1: Except now you just said that, so now I'll take that and then I'll play that and you just be so much better than the original one every time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that being said, um... Oh. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For listening to Getting Table, Music used in this podcast was created by Eric Sound at soundimage.org.